Here we go again. <laughs> what the fuck? Is it live or is that like an old? Yeah, hey, no, movie? that's from that's from Thursday. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, let me figure it out. Oh, okay, it's live. Now it's, let's share the fuck. Li- it's live, live, yeah. Yeah, let's share the fuck out of this so we get started with this because I'm a little excited, I'm a little. That's facts, dude. I'm, I just want this weekend to end, bro. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, it's just live, live. It's just live, live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Kick It Podcast, coming to you live from our little fucking studio out here in Oceanside. It's another Monday fun day. I'm Louis Lope. I'm here with my boy Victor and my boy Bruce. How are you guys doing today? Super good, man. I mean, can't complain. Fucking woke up, had some food, made some money here and there. And shit, now we're out here in the podcast again, bro, so I can't (laughs) fucking complain, man. Shit. Hell yeah, yeah, man. It's uh, yeah, it's become like a little ritual at this point, you know. And to all you people tuning in, thank you guys. Hopefully, you guys had a good weekend. But uh, yo, let's start off with the with the funny shit though. Before we get before we bring Mar- uh, Marlon Dion, um, how about them Padres though? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yeah, it, it was it, it was something to see, man. I mean, don't get me wrong, they they, they had their ups throughout the the series against the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. They had some really great plays. I it's mean, like shit. That, it's like that time me and you were at OMTI and we were watching the game right before yeah, the final game, game one. Remember? Two, game two. Remember, it was just one point away. We all just took a moment to stop our drinking, and we just watched the shit out of it. Everybody was, and then when the shit ended, we were all pissed. <laughs> yeah, bro. It was like play for play. I, I ain't going to lie, man. The Dodgers just killed it. They had some awesome-ass defensive plays out there throughout the fucking series. And, I mean... Padres, it's, it's sad to see, but, like, what well, work with St. Louis, just, I mean, why would the manager think that that would work against the Dodgers? Uh, rotating those pitchers and not having a steady flow in your pitch game, that was definitely the defeat on the off defensive side. Uh, but, I mean, I think I think the squad did their fucking share, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like, throughout the whole season, they, they were... Something to look at, man. The Padres, thank you guys. You guys fucking rock out there. Dodgers, if you're a Dodger fan living in San Diego and you've been here in San Diego your whole life, man, you're kind of kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't going to lie, bro. I mean, the Dodgers, they're the favorite to win the fucking World Series. Like, and I mean, I could see that. But it was still cool to fucking see the Padres. I mean, they fucking lost Hella bad, bro. Just back-to-back-to-back losses. But you also got to think about it. They've lost previously in the previous years, and they never even came close to this tip. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... So, for them to progress like this and come, like, back from, like, a losing streak from mm -hmm. that just shows more of potential and more of a Yeah, it's major steps for the team, no doubt. Because the Dodgers have already been there on the scene like that. Been there and done that multiple times, multiple occasions, Mm -hmm. you know? So, for that, that's no surprise, you know? Uh, Like, no disrespect right there, you know? Like, uh got to give credit where credit's earned but you also got to give credit to like the long laps that those people actually took you yeah know? bro yeah these padres man they're hella exciting to watch i mean i, I can't i can't even wait till the 2021 season shit fuck if they can make it back to the playoffs there'll be some some motherfuckers to look out for mm-hmm. but yeah, the truth shit aside from that i think the lakers just fucking yep. won yesterday yeah, lakers won. what the fuck bro against the miami heats classic yeah. 
Classic. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I think it's kind of like semi-funny just because, you know, LeBron had that, like, history with Miami. And I think he won a championship with them motherfuckers, too. So it's it's just kind of crazy to watch. But, I mean, it's kind of cool that the, the, the Lakers took it. Uh, you know, especially with uh, Kobe, you know, Mr. 24 being gone, you know, RIP. Mm-hmm. Hella miss you out here, Kobe. But shit, man. It's just, it's it's still fucking rad as fuck that they actually took it all the way. Because it, it got close, right? I th- it, everybody thought that maybe Miami could actually take Believe it all the so. way. Believe so. Yeah. Throughout this whole, like, playoffs right to the finals, bro, it's, it's been pretty fucking sick. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Not gonna lie. And now we back to the NFL. That's on the spotlight. Oh, you know? dude, I was just watching the fucking Charger game against the Saints, and they were dominating, dominating the fucking Saints like the whole first half. I don't really know what's going on right now. I haven't looked into my phone like that, but uh, I don't, I don't know, man. Like this new fucking rookie ass quarterback that the Chargers got, he's he's pretty cool, bro. I ain't gonna lie, he's something to look out for. Like that motherfucker is putting out stats. Like no other, he 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 kind of reminds me of Mahomes a little bit, you know. Like mm. he he's on that type of pathway. So, not saying that you know I think that the Chargers might end up getting a fucking trophy because of this motherfucker, because I highly doubt it. But it's a good start, bro. But it, yeah, exactly, it's a good start. It's nice to see this little quarterback mm-hmm. running. Uh, well, the game's still going on, I believe so, and the Chargers are ahead by one touchdown against the Ooh, Saints. Ooh, not too bad. Yeah, so so let me give you guys a quick recap of this last week in the NFL. The Buccaneers lost to the Bears 19-20. to Damn. Jaguars lost to the Texans 14-30. to Holy shit. Bengals lost to the Ravens 3-27. to It's an ass whooping. Panthers beat the Falcons 23-16. to Ate that bird up, dude. The probably the surprise game of the fucking of the week was the Raiders versus the Chiefs, where, where <laughs> the, the Raiders, Raiders were fucking. Did you looking see all the memes? Dope. I ain't gonna lie. I, I kind of like saw a couple of highlights of the game, but they looked mean, bro. Like, damn, that that was a good fucking squad. That was a good game for them, dude. I ain't gonna lie. That a lot of good ass fucking uh, stats and just like video captures that they did. Badass plays. Yeah, dude. I didn't. I didn't really sleep like from Friday to Saturday night. So, uh, so uh, when I got home from work on Saturday evening, I fell asleep like immediately, bro. It was like a early clock out. I, I went to sleep like at seven, dude. I didn't wake up to like four or five in the morning, and like I never wake up that early. So I was, you know, I was out doing shit, and, and I got home around like ten thirty, and I was watching the game and like fell asleep, and I was watching like when when they were losing. So like when I woke up and I saw that they won, I was like, oh shit. But I just I couldn't keep my eyes open, bro. I was I was tired, bro. I'm still feeling it a little bit, but it's still it was it was a good win, you know. Like it was it was nice to see that, and like after watching the highlights and stuff, um, you know, they didn't they didn't look too bad, you know. I think Raiders had a couple of their players like starters back, so I think that also helped a little bit. But um, yeah, man, I think the Chiefs were just a little too, you know. I think they're starting to feel that champion. Yeah, championitis thing. That's yeah, what they call yeah. it in Spanish, or the the champion curse. Yeah, yeah, because that, that, I like didn't, they just lost right this last weekend. I think so. Yeah, I believe so. Sure. Sure. Let me check. Right, it. I, I have, I have the score line. Right Either way, dude, that that Tampa Bay against the Bears, like oh, they, how the no, fuck they beat you lose the, by one point? They they beat the Patriots on oh, uh, sure. last Monday. Cool. The Patriots. What, what you gotta say about them? <laughs> Not I the same. I, I don't know. Huh? I, I I haven't seen football like that. This whole entire season, just because you know, since I'm not like on that, um, 
What do you call that shit? It's not like the OnlyFans thing. It's the... <laughs> the NFL draft. Fa- fantasy. fantasy. The fantasy draft, fan yeah. shit. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, dude, so I don't really keep up with the games like that, but it's kind of cool to see, like, how every week kind of, like, breaks down throughout the leagues and shit. Mm-hmm. And stats get built up on each of the players and whatnot, yeah. and, and and to play, like, the fantasy draft, that's actually how you how you win money in the tournament, you know? As depending, like, how the players that you pick from all different types of teams, and you make your own team out of it, then you got to wait for their stats to, like, to raise up, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, to progress and then see if you win throughout the year, yeah, crazy it, to me the fantasy shit is like way too much bro because like i can't keep up with the yeah, game exactly. myself i can't do it <laughs> exactly you gotta like fucking every single week you gotta fucking write out your whole lineup and your squad but you also gotta see who the fuck is injured or who can't play or who's been putting out the most fucking yards in their last games like mm-hmm. it, it's too much shit bro like if you got the time hey kudos to you yeah. man if you can make that fucking half a million dollars <laughs> i'm gonna damn, tell you, I'm gonna tell you story when i was in washington it was one of my supervisors a guy named paul big ass fool right i'm talking about like six feet like wide ass big motherfucker i think yeah, like he was close to his 40s straight virgin and shit right <laughs> like a laddie <laughs> He was, he was straight from the island off the coast right there in Washington because there's islands and shit. <laughs> there's yeah. islands in Washington? Like on the side of it? Yeah. Like yeah. the state right now, like, like D.C.? The, like, like, yeah, the state. Washington oh, okay. State. Wait, and wait, then wait. there's like islands off the coast huh. as part oh, of Washington. Shit. Yeah, and there's actually people that live on there and then they actually never leave the island and shit. They just like there their whole life. They just go to work in the states and they always got to take a boat to get to work. But this guy is always, like, in the fantasy draft, and he'd just be talking about that. And I told him, so how that works? He's like, well, this and that. And then on the stats he picked. And at one point, he told me, he's like, yeah, I uh, made a few Gs this year. Like, the most he ever did was seven Gs. I think he won. Damn, I'm like, oh, bad, like, oh, shit. It's because he knew his shit, too, right? Because he's not even focused, like, on the bras or drinks like that. He's mm-hmm. just focused, like, on the games and shit like that because it's bored of shit. It's Washington, you know? It's like, y'all about sports or your hobbies and shit <laughs> or your job. You know, but that shit was tight. I, let, I got a lot to learn about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shit. Well, what I'm curious about is, uh, what's up with this fucking Mexican league? Oh, dude. Well, I was saving that for for Wednesday, but ah uh, no, yeah, no, we're catching that today. We're going hell is hard in the sports. Before we go into the sports, let me finish uh, or into the soccer. Let me finish up with the fucking NFL this week. All right. So the Cardinals beat the Jets thirty to ten. Eagles lost to the Steelers twenty nine to thirty eight, and I believe the Steelers still have a perfect record, right? They do. Um, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll check right now. Uh, matter of fact, let me check right they, now. That's funny, bro. You They're four and zero. Yep. Yee, shit. And that's what, that's what I was thinking about today, dude. When I was watching the fucking Chargers game, mm-hmm. I was thinking like, I feel like in the podcast I said that the Steelers might make it to the fucking Super Bowl. Imagine that shit actually happens, man. <laughs> we fucking. Put your money on the fucking Steelers right now. Yeah. Courtesy of the podcast. I guess we're going to Vegas for the Super Bowl time. Just yeah. Money on it. <laughs> Fuck it. But, uh, yeah, so the Rams beat Washington. Speaking about Washington, 30-10. to 10. Dolphins also beat the 49ers, 43-17. to 17. Giants lost to the Cowboys, 34-37, with Dak Prescott having a pretty bad injury. To and Zango. they still lost? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Giants still lost. God damn. You, you you guys threw out one of the best quarterbacks in the last fucking decade, and you still couldn't win the game. Mm-hmm. Shit. I'm sorry, but you would have been an embarrassment in the 80s. Oh, oh God damn, bro. <laughs> okay. I know, man. This was really hard and shit. <laughs> but, hey, uh... 
<laughs> but uh, let's see. We're, we're, yeah, okay. The Colts lost to the Browns, twenty-three to thirty-two. Vikings also lost to the Seahawks, twenty-six to twenty-seven. The Browns actually won that one. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think their uh, record right now is four and one. Oh shit! Ooh, damn. See. There's underdog it's starting right to pay off that whole investment that they made out there in the fucking Browns, bro. And what was that? Uh, well, they got like a couple of receivers, and I think they just invested in that quarterback, that ginger-haired motherfucker. That ginger-haired motherfucker. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, the, that's cool, bro. I, I could see them make, making in some good-ass impact in the playoffs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, hey. Fuck, may- where the fuck was I? May- may- maybe, maybe Browns fucking Steelers, huh? Maybe the Browns get down. Brown Steelers, Brown Steelers, Brown Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so Vikings lost to the Seahawks, twenty six to twenty seven. Chargers and the Saints, which are who are playing right now, is twenty seven to twenty seven. Oh, oh, what quarter? Fifteen seconds of the fourth quarter. Yeah, they're going to overtime. Seconds. They're probably going to go into overtime. Wait, who's got the ball though? I probably Chargers, because it was it was just twenty seven to twenty. When we last checked, and that was like at a minute and forty. Because you know what? The funny thing is, I predicted earlier today that they were going to lose by a field goal. They were going to that the Saints were going to come back and tie up the game, and that the Chargers will lose by a field goal. You really predicted that? I I will. I I really said it out loud. Yeah, I need your plug, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you just flip a coin and then go with that. But but who has the ball though? The Saints. Oh shit! I don't know. Oh, well, dude, Google's not giving me the fucking stats right now. No, yeah, it doesn't say no, nothing. It does not say anything. I'm telling you, they're going to go overtime, though. Yeah, possibly. I, I I don't know you could do that in the season, though. Can you just, like, tie the game, though? I think sometimes. I think you could. Could you? But they usually go into, like, uh, mm-hmm. overtime. To I, I know they do it, it in the playoffs, but I, I don't think I've seen it in the regular season. It's not like no? baseball. Mm, no. Mm. We'll see how this ends, then. Yeah. Either way. Hey, like dope-ass game. It's like the soccer leagues, too, you know? I'm telling you, that, that rookie quarterback the Chargers got, dude, he's something to look out for, man. He, he's going to be racking up stats like no other. I'm sure he's not going to stay with the Chargers. He's going to get traded in the next First couple year, years. Yeah, yeah. That, that's. But yeah. he's he's an interesting-ass quarterback, man. Everybody in the league, watch out. That motherfucker, he, he's not playing. He's really just down for his shit. <laughs> yeah, man, dude, and also they got the Bills versus the Titans. Uh, that's happening tomorrow, which is fucking weird. The tight ones. <laughs> we'll find out tomorrow, bro. Uh, the Bills are also undefeated right now. They're four and zero, but also Buckle the Titans down. are also undefeated, three and zero. So, so they're a game or two behind. Nice. They had a bye week, most likely. Yeah. But uh, da da da. All right, now let's go to fucking. Let's go through sports real quick since we're on sports. We're gonna go it's, to a, league it's AFL and NFL, right? Uh, it's like National Football League and American Football League. I, yeah, I think so because they're like on different sides or some shit. Yeah. Really? I'm not really sure. I'm not going to lie to you. It's just confusing to me. It is like the subdivision shit. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't going to lie. But it seems like on that side, they're, they're having some tough-ass games. Like, shit, they, they got some good-ass teams. Yep. All right, bro. So uh, this past, oh wait, there was actually no football or no uh, Mexican league this weekend. What? It was an international FIFA date. What does that mean? Everybody gets so, so a break. So that means uh, that's that's those are the those are the weeks throughout the year where the international teams, like Mexico, United States, and you know like 
Norway or whatever, that's when they have their friendlies with other players or with other oh. teams. So the clubs like like Tijuana, you know, it's it's a club yeah. within the Mexican league. Like they didn't they didn't fucking play. But they the didn't international play, you know. soccer teams played. Yes. Basically on the friendly tip. Yep. Mm. Well, I mean then again they have players in certain teams and yeah. they have to fly out. Yeah. I know, Damn, dude, that contract. would suck, bro. Well, basically, that's where they get the money. You know, the European contracts. Well, no, like, if you were to pay for, like, the, like, the National League, I think it sucks, like, especially if you're already playing for a club. Mm-hmm. Because when they call you up to go play National, like Louis said, you stop your fucking club game, and then you got to go with these motherfuckers and try to train two days and, like, figure shit out, and then... I don't know, man. I feel like sometimes the athletes are not as ready to, like, fully take on the game. It's, But, I mean, as a friendly, it looks cool, you know? You're, you're getting your fucking mm-hmm. television, your airways, and, you know, all this publicity Jersey everywhere. So it, it, it works sure. out, you know? Yeah. You, you get some value out of it, but I feel like the players just don't get enough time to, like, fully prepare to be like, I'm down for this motherfucking game. Let's run it. Mm-hmm. Yep, so starting from October 10th on Saturday... Uh, international friendlies. There wasn't really any uh, a crazy or popular games on that day. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Uh, I see neither was there Sunday. Uh, oh well, these are all like smaller teams. <laughs> I don't wanna go through all of them. Anybody all. that's actually like well known uh, that like kind of sticks out from the crowd. Nah, not really. But Mexico is playing Algeria tomorrow at 12 and for those that don't follow soccer algeria is a reigning african champion right now so it's gonna be a good game it's gonna be it's gonna be a good test for the mexican team and it's kind of funny though like every time you say mexico worldwide dude like when it comes to the 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 soccer league everybody knows who mexico is like it's it's heavily like heavily heavily publicized i think and like they always like Get yeah. the dough. Like they have a heavy fan base too, bro. Like no matter where you go in the in the world, you'll find a Mexican. You'll find a green jersey. That's facts. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's that's it for international. And then after that, it goes back to to normal normal league. Fucking soccer. Okay. I gotta I gotta I gotta go back on this fucking page right here. <laughs> right. And that's the the Mexican league, right? Yes, we're going back to the Mexican League, which comes back this Thursday, which is on the 15th. So it starts with San Luis versus Querétaro at 7 p.m. Necaxa versus Tijuana at 5.30 on Friday. Mazatlán versus Juárez at 7.30 on Friday. And then going to Saturday, it's Monterrey versus Puebla at 3 o'clock. Guadalajara versus Chivas, which is the the fucking Guadalajara Derby or Classic, however you want to call it, at 5 p.m. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Atlas? Yeah. Atlas, uh, Guadalajara? Yep. Cruz Azul is playing Tigres on Saturday at 7 p.m. Uh, Pumas is playing Toluca at 10 p.m. And then Santos is playing Pachuca at 5 p.m. on Sunday. Oh, and then on Monday, Leon is playing Club America at 7 p.m. So that's it. That's it for that. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. From this one, I'm really looking forward to. What game am I looking forward to? The the Chivas versus Atlas is always a fucking good. Uh, it's always a good one. It's dude. always good. Uh, Cruz versus Tigres is probably going to be a boring one. I'm not going to lie. Uh, what do you think, Tigres? Huh? Who do you think is going to take it? I think it's going to be a tie. I think it's probably going to be a two-one Tigres, man. Sorry. 
You probably, think so? It'll probably be tied in halftime. Hmm. Maybe. It depends, dude. Russell just got their ass whooped two weeks ago against the Luka, and that was like a surprise. No one was really expecting that. So we'll see how they how they come back after this, you know, this little break they had. Hopefully they got their shit back together. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be crazy, man. I think Guadalajara Atlas is going to be 2-0 Atlas. Damn, really? <laughs> That's just going to drop like Bruce's microphone just did. Yeah, I, 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 I really do think that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Guadalajara, it's good. They always have a, a strong team, but I feel like Atlas is just going to take it, dude. They're just, they're just going to find a way, and they're going to take it. Mm, yeah, no, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. Atlas, I don't think they're doing too bad actually, but I might be wrong. Let me check. Oh, never mind. They're in fourteenth place, out of eighteen. So there's that. Mm. And Chivas are in eighth place. I don't know, man. It's gonna be crazy. Leon is in first place right now, followed by Cruz Azul, then America, then Pumas, Tigres, Monterrey, Pachuca, Chivas, Santos, Toluca, Puebla, Juarez. Cholos, Atlas, Querétaro, Necaxa, Mazatlán, and San Luis. Damn, dude, TJ's in the bad spot, man. But honestly, I ain't gonna <laughs> lie, I don't see them going too far in this season. It's uh, they're just not communicating, man. I don't know what it is. Hmm. Yeah, no, it, they, they've been on the they've been on the downside for for a while, for a couple seasons already. Yeah, yeah, they're still rebuilding the team, man. I mean. Yeah, I don't see them going to the playoffs, but if somehow they make it in there, they're probably losing the first round. Yep. Yep. Uh, we'll see, man, because I think they just changed the way they uh, they do the playoffs now. So I believe, like, the first four teams automatically go into, like, the next one. And then from 5 to, like, 12 or 13, uh, I'm not really exactly sure. They are, they're all fighting basically for the wild card. Wild card fucking games, and then they qualify to the next round if they yep. win that game. But I don't know, man. It's it's weird, dude. It's changing. Uh, the system is changing, and not for the best, I think. Yeah, yeah, we, we're changing too, man. Because I, I think I think we had enough sports. <laughs> I think we should fucking change it to some something else, and well, hopefully get fucking yeah, dude, uh, up here. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's crazy. We apologize, fucking <laughs> dude. I I don't know. Yeah, we we kind of like sidetrack with the sports shit. I ain't gonna lie. We 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 hella love sports in this should, fucking should, should podcast. Should I break them the news? Yeah, I'll break them the news. I break it easy. Yeah, yeah. So it pertains to the raffle. So Bruce, tell us about what happened with the raffle. Pertains to the raffle. I thought it pertained to the guest. All right, cool. Oh yeah, yeah. No, before <laughs> before before we get to the guest, we're gonna. Before we get to the guests, we want to talk about this raffle real quick because our boy Juan Venegas won the Instagram side of the raffle. And so what happened was I'm getting off my shift. He's texting me on Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool, because me and him usually talk on a week-to-week basis. You know, like, I check up on him. He checks up on me. We talk about how it isn't going. He's about to open up his shots back up on Texas uh, because, you know, the little um, the hurricane warning that they had through. Yes. So they he, he has his orange one back up, and he has to get the other one back up open and shit. But other than that, though, he said he was just chilling at the bar. Somehow his day was good. And then he pertains to me the information saying, like, he wants the prizes and he wants to revoke his claim. He wants the raffle prizes to be raffled off again for someone else to win because he actually did the whole sponsor and put the Wiener Schnitzel cards in the bag of goodies. So he feels like he wants to contribute more and let somebody else have a, gen- a genuine chance, you know, to win the raffle. 
So as you guys heard, the raffle's back on, and someone else is going to get the cash and the prizes and everything else. Ain't that right, Louie? Yep. So we're going to be doing another uh, raffle picking either Wednesday or Thursday, depending on how we're feeling. But with that said, for audio purposes, we're going to go take a quick break, and then we're going to be back with our guest on the phone. Uh, yeah. We'll see you soon. Wait, you talk about the plug? I'm just kidding. <laughs> and we back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our guest tonight is our boy Marlon D. He's a rapper, actor, and he also tutors kids. I'm about to call him, and before we call him, you can go look out for his Act 2 album out now. I put the little link for it on the, the link right there in the comments. On the comments. Actually, I'm about to pin that, and I'm about to give this dude a call. I couldn't figure out the video, guys, so uh, forgive me. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a Zoom interview and shit, but, you know. Ooh, what did uh, I do? Management hasn't really come through their way, so we can't really afford Hello? a Zoom what account. Up? What up, Louie? Oh, there we hey, go. Hey, what up, Marlon? How you doing, bro? <laughs> what up, Doug? Hey, man. Hey, uh, I, I apologize for not being able to for, I, for not being able to figure out the video, bro. I'm still like new to like the video programming and shit, and I thought I was going to have enough time, and then I didn't, bro. But, you know. But, yeah, dude, uh, I, I know, you know, through this whole COVID thing, you know, you, 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 we got to play it safe, you know. And, you know, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being flexible, guys. Wait, are, are you on FaceTime right now? Oh, no, he's shit. on the phone. Oh, okay. I'm watching you guys on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but, but do you have a FaceTime on your phone or can, can we see you, your face? I have, face? I have FaceTime on my phone. Oh, right, for right, sure. Right, let's, we can, we can do that shit. Hey. All right, wait, hold up. How am I going to figure this shit out then? <laughs> Ooh, fuck. So you just call him, man. I just, that, that's what I just did. Yo, what up, bro? Hey, there he is. Uh, what's up, brother? He's right there. He's he's right there, yo. Like this? Oh, yeah. Wait, how, how should we do this? Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, just put it right there. Put it in, just nice and slow, and then and you're good to go, man. You know. Can you can you hear that? As soon as you feel like. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That sounds really good, bro. Dude, we <laughs> got you on video We're right, right now. You're bro. right here, bro. You're right here. <laughs> God damn it, guys. <laughs> dude, yeah. I, yeah, I know, man. I'm sorry. Just, we're a little funny, dude, because like I said, we couldn't figure out the video, bro. Oh and, uh, you know, it's like that ghetto <laughs> innovation. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I'm with you, too, bro. For, for all your Facebook I tuners, it. thank you. It, Sometimes you got to do what you got to do to make it work. Yeah, man, dude. I feel like... Uh, What's that? What's that one movie with Tom Hanks when he has the volleyball? Um, Castaway. <laughs> That's how it feels. It feels like that, but with uh, with the phone, man. It's the it's the phone away, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Got the homie Marlon D right here. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. So what's up, Marlon D? Tell us how your day is going and how you holding up during this whole quarantine. Yo, I just got off from work, guys. Um. I've, I've been working throughout this whole quarantine. I've been working. Like, I never stopped working. Uh, so I'm just glad to be alive right now, you know? Every day is a blessing to be alive, bro. So. Oh, big time, big time. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Shouts to everybody on the front lines. You know what I'm saying? Everybody working every day, you know? It's, it's crazy out here. Yeah, salute. Thank yeah, yeah, cheers to all you guys. Thank you for doing what you do. This whole COVID... I mean, even though it might seem like a joke, it's really not. You know, a lot of people have perished because of this. So, you know, we're still in COVID season, so please be safe. Salud, man. Salud. Cheers. Dude, cheers, I'm, cheers. I, I'm just surprised this is actually working pretty well, dude. 
given the circumstances, you know. Um, but you know, I I pinned up the uh, your your new album Act Two. Before we get yeah. into more of that, could we get started with 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 this album and you know the creative process behind it and how, you know. So I actually uh, started working on the album before the pandemic started, but I definitely finished it during the pandemic. And I got about maybe, I, I really started recording around the time Nipsey Hussle died. And I stopped at around May, two, May 2020. And next thing I know, I got like 100 songs done. Um, I, picked the, I picked the best 20, and that's what I put on the album. And the other 80 songs that didn't make it, I just spread it out on like four different mixtapes. It's all on my Bandcamp page, mcmarlandd.bandcamp.com. <laughs> so you're actually really grinding up in the studio, going back to back to back to back to back to back on these tracks, trying to get that that platinum down, aren't you? Yeah, man. I'm really just, I'm just really trying to perfect the craft. I'm, I'm still trying to perfect the craft of MCing. You know, it doesn't matter how many years I've been doing it. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm still trying to find my voice. I'm still trying to find my sound. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sorry, guys. I'm walking to my car, but I'm listening. Oh, oh no worries. Oh, you're good, brother. <laughs> you do what you got to do. You're chilling. You're on the show either. <laughs> I didn't even think we could do this. <laughs> oh, damn. No, but, dude, you have 20 tracks on this album. I was listening to, to it yesterday, actually, when I was playing FIFA. Um, and yeah. that, that, that video you sent me, uh, uh, gonna, gonna change the, uh, shit. I don't remember. I'm not remembering. Wait, wait, can you, can you play that real quick, Bruce? Change's gonna come. There we go. Change's gonna come. I thought I was gonna say gonna change the world, but that's another song. Sorry. Uh, so it's <laughs> Change's gonna come. Tupac, right? No, that's Bone Thugs. Bone Thugs. Uh, yeah. Change true, the world. True, true, true. If I could change. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, dude, it's dope. I like the intro to it, which, uh, leads to, uh, you know, you also tutor kids, right? Yes, I do. Yes, sir. Dude, how did that come about? So I graduated from Cal State Fullerton in um, in 2008, and my major was human services. So I graduated with a bachelor's degree. So around the time when I graduated, um, I didn't have experience working with kids prior, uh, working with kids with autism, but I did have a job that worked with um, adults with disabilities or adults with autism for a day program. But then my car broke down. I was actually going to Cassie Fullerton, so I was living in Orange County. Mm -hmm. My car broke down. I couldn't get to work on time because I started taking the bus. So I got got fired at around 09. Um, I started looking for jobs everywhere when I got fired. And truthfully, San Diego was the only place that hired me. So when they hired me, I just took the job and it was a, it was doing behavior therapy for kids with autism. Mm-hmm. So I started up in Alcohol around 2010, but, but by the time 2015, I started working in all the school districts in San Diego. But like from the, the last five years, I've been like in Carlsbad, you know, I've been working in Carlsbad school district before this pandemic really before this pandemic really happened, you know? Right. So Damn, that's crazy, bro. Hey, hey, thank you for your service, man. Fuck, it, it's uh, not it's not easy thanks. being in a, a field like that. Nah. It's not. It's it's. I love it. It's fulfilling, but it has its challenges. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, 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 there's there's the challenges, but you know, I, I love working with the kids. You know. What What are some of the challenges you faced uh, uh, dealing with these kids? They're trying to teach them and help them. Um, as far as autism guys, they all, they all differ in severity Yeah, and some, you know, like 
some need more help in academics some need more help in social work i mean social like social skills uh so we got to work on that every day and the only way they can learn is through consistency daily we have to drill it in your head like proper etiquette how to act in class how to be appropriate you know how to show respect manners day, daily life skills you know so i definitely work with them on that every day you know what i mean mm-hmm. damn that's crazy bro hey but you know what uh, aside from everything i just want to say shout out class of fuller turn 08 damn bro that that's that's a heavy ass accomplishment class of 08 you, we salute you man Thank love you. you yeah man and how how has uh you know working with with these kids that have autism how has that helped you and how has that changed your perspective at least you know not just in life but also you know through your music it's it's a good break from like the music industry. It keeps me humble because at the end of the day, I feel like I'm working with the unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And you know, these kids, if if it's kind of like the job that not a lot of people want to do. Yeah. But I do feel like if if no one's going to do it, I mean, I mean, somebody got to do it. You know, like like somebody got to do this job, and uh, I just want to. I want to help them because they're not, they're not going to be blessed with the same opportunities we have, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just the reality of the world and how it works, you know? For real, big time. You know I mean? So so you do kind of correlate your music with the experiences you have with, with these, uh, you know, children you take care of? Or, or is it just like completely separate, like, to your artistry? For the first time in my life, I feel like I'm finally incorporating it because if you guys watch that new video, it starts out with me tutoring, and um, that's pretty much what I do every day, you know? Yeah. But uh, I try to keep these stories, you know, sometimes I respect my clients' privacy. Um, sometimes I don't always, I may not always rap about them, but like working with them definitely keeps me humble and just keeps me grateful, man, that because autism is for life and you know they're gonna need they're gonna need assistance for life you know so mm-hmm. it's a trip bro i trip out of it every day man yeah no it's, it's it, you're right you know it's something that they're that they're gonna have to be you know struggling with and battle yeah, yeah. every day of their life and uh you know and I'm, I'm glad there's people like you helping them out and you know trying to teach them how to i guess you know have a little more social skills and yeah and i think the social skills aspect especially for a person with autism is something that they uh i I feel like they're more challenged with just because they don't know how to i guess socially properly interact with somebody else it really depends on what type of autism that they're diagnosed with and what their symptoms would be because like he says it varies on you know um, if, yeah, you could, this, if you could, this, could you explain, Marley D, like, how autism could be, like, you know, various? So, guys, um, it's a brain it's a brain disorder that causes a delay in, like, your brain cognition and your physical abilities and your uh, physical body movements. It's a delay. So, they, they, they develop a little bit slower, but, but sometimes... Because it can be separated into like mild, moderate, and severe, you know. So it's every child's different. So some may have trouble in sitting still, and some may be able to sit still, but they'll spit in your face. Ah, oh, okay. 
So we got to teach them that that's not appropriate. Um, some may be, and it doesn't, necessar- it doesn't necessarily mean that they're academically low or they, they don't know how to perform well in academics. Like, they'll perform well in academics still, but a lot of it sometimes is the social skills, you know? Like, we got to teach them social skills, how to be appropriate in public, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that that's called applied behavior analysis, and that's called ABA therapy. It's something that we apply for the school districts if they, if if a child with autism is having behaviors that can't be controlled or that's hard to work with, then they call people like us, which is the behavior therapist, to go in there and, and work with the child. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a rigorous job, but it is fulfilling. Um, it, it does influence my music because I really think it keeps me it keeps me humble, man. It just keeps me humble. It keeps me. It keeps me grounded, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh no, no doubt, bro. I I, I completely understand because you 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 really teaching a person how to be, I guess, a, a socially able person. Because like, no matter what, they're 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 human, man. They're they're a living person. They're living a life, but they just can't fully comprehend it to like what we expect to do, to be. You know, just because yeah. of the way our society is constructed nowadays. So it's. It's not easy. It's a very tough task. So, I I I I I'm really grateful that you're out there, bro. Kudos Thank to you. you. Man. I I don't I don't feel like you're appreciated enough, and I don't think you're probably recognition enough in, in your field. But it, it it is tough, man. It. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, we're we're glad to have you. Um. Who is uh? What are some of the differences between teaching uh, adults with aut- with autism and children with autism? Is it is it a lot of the same like uh, traits and and tics, or is some some you hmm. know some are similar, but I feel like with the youth we're working during the day we're working with the academic part of it too. So mm-hmm. we can't get them to learn if we can't get them to behave first. You know, so our job is to make them be help them be appropriate first and then we can do academics i feel like with the adults if we're going to do like a a day program which we train them to um we train them how to sweep floors we train them how to uh, clean up their kitchen we train them how to um hold a job we we do job training for them so with the with the adults it's different in that sense you know like the expectations are different you know what i mean yeah i get you you know, but the consistency level should still be consistent. Like, like, I don't know. It's it's re- it's really a crazy thing when I, when I think about it. You know, I, you guys are tripping me out, helping me think about it. This shit. <laughs> oh, no, no doubt, bro. That, this is the KK podcast, man. This is exactly what we do. We drink some beers. Got, so we got we just talk about heavy shit, and then we get to some funny part. <laughs> I just got off work, goddammit. I don't want to talk about work today. <laughs> no, I, I came straight from work to the studio here, bro. It is bro, just, I came from work. If you just got to your house, you know, grab your slippers, get, grab the chanclas, head to your fridge. If you have a nice little cold one, pop one. If not, then, roll you know, I, I guess, yeah, what? roll your blunt or drink some juice, whatever works for you. Marlon D's got a point, though. Let's talk about your acting career one time and mm. what they saw in the preview real quick, too, as well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How'd you get started in the whole acting? What was the aspirations and the ambition that started it all? Well, I always, I, I did it in high school and even college, just theater. You know, I, I did theater, but I, I didn't really pursue it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But 
uh, I dropped my ninth album in 2017, and I and I think around that time, I, I still hit the road. I was still promoting it heavy, but around 2018 of May 2018, I got a little burned out. So I think I just needed something different from hip hop. Uh, I just needed another creative outlet to stay creative yeah. and express something else, express another type of creativity. And uh, I started taking acting classes again for like six months. But within those six months, I also started auditioning for theater. So I did theater. I did like nine plays within these past two years at a community actors theater in San Diego. Um, and I got Damn. I got a chance to do some short films and... Um, I got a movie out on Amazon Prime right now called The Year I Did Nothing. I got yeah, like a small know. role, okay. like maybe five, six lines. And I spoke in Tagalog, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got to represent for the Filipinos, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Dude, how, how, did that, how did that opportunity come around? Yeah, did you have like a whole casting call and shit like that? Or, or how, how'd you end up getting that role? They had a casting call on Facebook. And I just hit up the director, and they needed someone that can, um, they needed someone to speak Tagalog fluently. And I was like, shit, I can speak Tagalog fluently. So um, I I gave her a, a demo reel, and then she told me to come down on the day of the shoot. And it was crazy, man. Like, the lines that I memorized was not the lines we used. Everything <laughs> you see in that film was all improv, you know? Like, she was like, oh, forget those shit. lines. We're going we're gonna to improv this shit. So... After a couple takes, we got the improv part done, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's badass, bro!" Wait, yeah. so, so you so you mean that you don't you don't speak in like a Tagalog accent? Is that what you're saying? Well, she needed someone that can speak Tagalog fluently, so I can speak Tagalog fluently. You know, like like the like, accent's gonna come with it. Yeah, but do you have like a Tagalog accent? Like, can, can, like if I was in the Philippines and you, I heard you speak, would I be able to tell you you're from California? Um, I don't know. I know that I can speak Tagalog like with I, I can speak Tagalog like and have it sound like it's Tagalog. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I can speak English too. What do you think? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. It's because like I mean, you call me prejudiced. No, it's because like with Spanish, like if you were to speak Spanish, you know, from California to like Mexican Spanish, like. Bro, you'll 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 stick out like a fucking sore th- thumb, like yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I mean. You know, it's like um, where they have the accent right into it. Where like, like like native uh, mm-hmm. Tagalog uh, speakers, would they hear like your native Tagalog and where they hear an accent? No, huh? Maybe. Uh, or they realize you're from the states just because of the way that you're like you know pronunciation. Probably, shit. probably, okay. You know, yeah, that's that's probably. what the point is. Hey, fuck it though. You still got the movie, bro. And that that's crazy Check that they out real quick though. Hey Marlon D, what was the short film again? It's called The Year I Did Nothing, directed by Anna Barreto. It's now out on Amazon Prime. Um it made some noise in the indie film festivals, man. Like Hell yeah. East you know, East Coast. They played at PBS Guam. Um they played in the Philippines and you know, it got it it got it got out there in the indie tip, so hell yeah. That can, you know, but I'm back in this music shit. I'm back, you know, back to what I love, back to what I do. Mm-hmm. But I love acting too. Don't get me wrong, but it's like I'm back to my roots. You know what I mean? Right. It, music probably comes to you more naturally than acting did, right? Um, you know what? I've been rapping for a long time, and 
I just feel like it's just a part of me now, you know? I don't know. I, yeah, I can't it's, stop. It's, a, it's, it's one of those things where you just don't even question it, you know? It's just, like you said, it's just a part of how you are or who you are. You know, it's been a part of my life since I was, like, 10 years old, you know what I mean? That's but, dope, bro. Yeah, that's actually what I was about to ask next. Uh, how did you get started with music and what got you interested in it in the first place? So I, I was born in the Philippines. I didn't... I didn't leave the country till like 1995 when me and my family moved to Oxnard, California. Um, my cousin were DJs when they moved out here in 95. So they definitely introduced hip hop to me. Well, started right. What were your cousins like already here in the States? So they were like first generation? My cousins were born in the States back in the 70s. Word. Ooh, okay. Um, okay. So they, they but, do the fucking get down. But they became DJs out here. Hell yeah. Um, so, you know, they influenced me too. And they they introduced that to me. But as far as emceeing, I started writing rhymes around when I was like fifth grade. But I didn't really start saying that shit out loud until I was like a freshman in high school, you know? Until I was like 15. Yeah, no, I, I, was, I was pretty similar. I mean, I didn't start that young, like with the writing. Like it started more like poetry, but I, it just, I just kept it to myself until like after high school. Cause it's just I don't know it's just it's like your feelings, bro. <laughs> you know, like no, you yeah. get pretty insecure. You're just like I don't know if I yeah, want people know. I, I think this that's stuff. like the turning point, dude. Like freshman, that's that's when you can like either get your voice heard or you don't. Cause like, yeah, man, it's like you're in that process yeah, of figuring yeah, out. Who yeah, you yeah, are. yeah. You're a teenager, bro. You're like slightly insecure, so like you don't want to say shit and then have people look at you like, damn, bro, you sound stupid as fuck. <laughs> So they still do that, bro. <laughs> I mean, it, it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, no, like around 15, that, that's when you know that you're starting to get yourself uh, like together and you like you, you're trying to know yourself and what your boundaries are. So that, that makes complete sense because like 15, shit, that even happens to Mexican women. You mean the Mexican girl becomes a Mexican woman? Simon, like in Siena, yeah. like in Siena, fuck it. I crashed plenty of those in my young age. Uh, hey, do they have quinceañeras in the Philippines, bro? I, I really want to know. I mean, we're cousins and shit, so. Say what, say what? We can... <laughs> uh, do, do they have something similar in the Philippines, too? Like what in here in, in the Mexican culture is the quinceañera, which is like, you know, the big party for like the... The, when when a woman turn, or a girl turns fifteen to symbolize her, their, their woman. uh, yeah the womanhood. We have, a, we have a debut, but it's when they turn eighteen. It's called a debut. Oh, see, at least oh, they start legal. It's called a debut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's called huh. a, de- a debut, like a like a debut, like a debut album. You know, like yeah. it's um, they they it's when it's when they turn eighteen. Is that, is that also for the girl boys? I've heard there's a uh, lot of girl boys out there. Not for the boys. Oh <laughs> 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 boy, choking out here. <laughs> not, for, not for the boys, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is crazy, man, because yeah, uh, 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 Mexicans and, and Philippines, they both have, like, that Spanish uh, ancestry. There's definitely yeah. a lot of similarities, man. It's, um, it's a very strong Catholic country, just like the Mexican yep. culture. Very family-oriented. Mm-hmm. Very close-knit family ties, very hardworking. I want to give props to the Hispanic culture, man. Y'all work hard, just like, just like Filipinos work hard. We're the same, you know what I'm saying? So 
every time my Mexican, every time the Mexicans go through something and we're not getting treated right in this country, like Filipinos feel the same way. Like, man, we're right there with you guys, man. Like, fuck mm-hmm. that. It's like no, and it's crazy because uh, you know I, I, when I meet some Filipino people, like I, there's been like one or two of them that share the same last name as I do. And I was like, how? But then I remember it goes back to like that Spanish like ancestry. And it's like okay, I remember. <laughs> yeah, because the, the Philippines was conquered by Spain for like 300 years, you know. So there was a lot of um, there's a lot of Spanish heritage in our culture, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So. You know, yeah, yeah, the culture is similar in the same way they're they're similar to like the Irish. Well, yeah. and maybe not the Irish, man, because like the Philippines, it's no, fucking beautiful out there. I wish I could go and see the Philippines. Because no, but I mean, I'm not talking about the country, but like Irish uh, people, okay. like culture wise. Culture wise, uh, I don't know, man. Those well, motherfuckers they're, they're get super, drunk as fuck. They're super Catholic. They've been know? they've been suppressed for like hundreds of years. Oh uh, yeah, by yeah, the Englishmen, you know? yeah, the English motherfuckers. All right, but who hasn't been suppressed by English people, bro? Like, they're, like, the number one fucking conqueror out there. Yeah, they've been suppressing Africa. They've been suppressing the United States. They've been suppressing, like, East Asia. All over. No, they were, they were like, the top country for, like, I don't know how many, like, hundred like hundreds of years. It's because they're an island. They're a big island, and they have a nice navy. Well, at least that's what it was back in the day. Yeah. That don't mean shit. <laughs> well, it means they had the money to pay for army. And you know what? Fuck, on some weird shit, that's what I was thinking about today, dude. Like, most wars, and when it came down to, like, the fucking Great Depression, remember that shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, the only reason why we ended up going to World War II, in my opinion, I think, is because we didn't have a stable economy, so what do you do? You become a soldier. If you become a soldier, then that means that there's gun productions, and if there's gun productions, then that means there's, that's where you the know, money flowing. Revolution came with the exactly. Where the money well, the industrial like. revolution was way before that. Maybe. It was. My bad. Sorry about but that. It's but still, it, it's, it's still in, industrialism, dude. They're still manufacturing and God, producing you, goods. Dude, I wish I had my fucking glasses right now. I'd be like, huh. <laughs> well, according, you know? So, I mean, it, it makes total sense to me now why Germany became, you know, Nazi Germany because they were they – were, Bro, they were they were, they were broken. They were broken. They were in a suppressive hell of state. Oh, yeah, That's where no, the they... Nazi party came up to be because you know. Well, yeah, it started. Um, if I remember correctly, because of like all the damage that happened during World War One, they basically made Germany, you know, pay for all that. They took their military, like they basically just like put Germany on lockdown, and uh, you know, through all that, they were trying to feel like you know suppressed yeah, and whatnot. And I, and I seen what pictures. People were burning their money just to have heat, and they couldn't even get bread. Like, that's crazy, bro. That's why you start a war, because you start circulating that good funds, and, you know, you, you get the money trade. And then you you get soldiers, and you get soldiers, and you pay those soldiers. And then because you pay those soldiers, you can produce guns and weapons, and then you just start invading motherfuckers. I still say fuck Steal their fascism, art. though. I don't know, Marlon. What do you think about this, bro? Dude, we just started about, like, Philippines and Mexicans being similar, and then it got into, like, World War One and World War Two stuff. It's that to some fascists and shit. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, we're just saying how economies work and how, like, war wars actually help out boost the economy sometimes when you're fucking on some low-balling shit. Like, with this COVID yeah, shit. The Philippines got conquered by the Jap- by, by the Japanese, too, during World War Two. so we definitely felt the effects from World War Mm-hmm. A lot of um, a lot of Filipino women got raped by Japanese soldiers. You know what I'm saying? So there's like long term effects of war, and you know, mm-hmm. Philippines Philippines got conquered a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? So 
we got conquered a lot. And there's long-term effects on that. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's uh, actually a few documentaries, too, like behind that, too, where, like, the aftermath effects of that. And it's, like, some War- crazy-ass stories. War's crazy, man. Crazy-ass stories. But either way, still, the Philippines is a beautiful-ass country, dude. I can really compare it to Mexico because it's just, like, nothing but islands. So it's like Hawaii, but kind of better, in my, in my opinion, at least. Huh. Or, or what do you think, bro? About Philippines? Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful country, man, you know. It's a it's a third-world country, so, of course, it's a, it's a land of poverty. But... You know, there's a lot of corruption going on in the Philippines, and it's always been that way. But it's it's a it's a beautiful country of culture. Um, there's a lot of beautiful islands. It's it's a country made up of islands, and there's some beautiful island resort spots. But the knit and grit of the Philippines is Manila. You know what I'm saying? Like, like where everything goes down is just there's a lot of violence going on in the country too. So, yeah, it's a beautiful country, but it could it could do better. You know. I feel it. I feel it, man. I can feel that. When was the last time you've been to the Philippines? Uh, I came home in 2009. Uh, 2009. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but you know what? After you said Manila, it kind of reminded me of that Muhammad Ali shit. Like, yeah, thr- thriller, thriller in Manila. Manila. I, damn, dude. That's crazy how it actually happened in the Philippines. Yeah. Dude, I think it was uh, I think, I think because Ali didn't have his license. His, his boxing license. Cause I think they took, if I remember correctly, I think they took his license away because he wasn't trying to go to the war. He was, he was drafted. He said, "Hell no." <laughs> yeah. So and then the Philippines was one of the few areas where they could actually hold the event, and that's you know that's when Don King. Is, Trump like, also said no to the draft too, and he was picked to draft. Yeah, you're right. Makes you're sense, right. dude. Like I mean, <laughs> for Muhammad Ali in that time, it made total sense because he had just switched his name, so. Mm-hmm. How are he you going to the nation of Islam? Yeah, so period. how are you going to call me up by my old non name anymore and still expect me to respond to it? You know, like it's it makes no sense. Like legally I'm this person now, so what does this old name got to do with it? Either way, dude. Muhammad <laughs> Ali God damn, we gotta do some random conversations right now. Uh, no, it does, it does happen. But anyways, let's bring it back to your music, Marlon. Okay, so you started around in fifth grade. Is yeah, you, play, play that shit, started. Bruce. Damn. We've been waiting on it. We got, well, we, we all got it. Marlon D, you want me to play the track for you? Which one? The, did you single, Chasing the Cum? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let me no bump doubt. that. Hell yeah. I didn't get my beer anyways. Let me bump that one time for you. <laughs> yep. All right, Louie, make the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries, we're about to listen to Marlene D's new single, Change is Gonna Come. Hey, bro, by any chance, do you remember your lyrics? Uh, do I remember my lyrics? Yes. For the song? For the song? Yes. Got the video playing. No, no, yeah, for, yeah. The, for this song right now that you're promoting, you remember your lyrics? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Right now, we're. Alright, so remember we map, okay? You gotta make sure everything's organized, okay? From the first step to the final step, or else everything will be wrong. Now, was this one of your uh, 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 real life students? No, that's my director's son. <laughs> oh, okay. Where do I put the one? Good job. Alright, seven plus one is. I got seven apples, I'll give you one more. 
Good. Plus you add five more to that. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. Good. We're there for three. Good job. Here you go. Why do I need that? Wait, so you do remember your lyrics, though, right? For this song? Yeah. Yeah, of course, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you can spend them on time because I know you're at a slight delay. So, uh, as soon as, hopefully you can spit them and, you know, lay it out on time because I know you're in a small delay. So, uh, let's run this track. You're down? Uh, we should just play the video. <laughs> Uh, I'm cool with that. I'm actually posting the link to it right now. For sure. There you go. Hey, you hear that? You hear that? You're in the mood? Let's go. Hey, 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 hey. Woo! Yeah. Hey. I remember when I was broke. I was broke. Hey, 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 hey. I was hurting everything. Hey. Stay don't fucking know what. Yeah, man, we actually didn't have the video for this fucking song, but we're definitely rocking out to it. I mean, it's just tight, man. Please don't stop. And you said this was really your second album? No. Bless you. Bless you. Alright. Somebody was singing to me. Sorry. Dope ass bars. 
So, uh, so what kind of like inspired you, or like what what made you get into that that notion to like you know just write this shit down? Because this shit's this shit's off the hook, man. Uh, probably. Hey, Bruce. Hey, Bruce. Can you turn it just slightly down, man? Word. Hell yeah. Thanks, bro. Hey, can you hear us now, G? Ah, oh, damn. I can't hear you. I'm sorry. Shit. No, but either way, man. This is off the hook. I'm really digging the the whole. You know, sensation and vibe off of this fucking track. It's it's nice, man. It's it like I mean with the sample, it, it definitely reminds me of like some '70s shit. Like it's it's really nice, but like the lyrics with that whole modern time shit, it's it's nice, man. Hey. So 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 what fully? I mean, if 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 we can hear you now, like what fully inspired you to get these these uh these bars written down? Um, so the name of the song is Change Is Gonna Come, and, you know, I'm always, as a hip-hop head, as somebody who likes to make beats, I, I fuck with the beats on this album, too, I'm always looking for samples, I'm always searching for samples, digging for samples, and I came across that joint, I called up my homie Hash, he, he helped me produce his album, and we just looped it up, and, uh, we, uh, we just added some drums, you know what I'm saying? Um... And then when I heard the hook, he's talking, she's talking about change going to come. So like the way I felt was that like change better come soon. You know, there's, there's a lot of changes that needs to, that needs to happen in this world, man. Mm -hmm. And especially this country, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's facts. And, uh, like I said, I was listening to the album, um, yesterday and uh, you know, there you do hit all. You also hit a, a couple of political points, which is cool because a lot of people, you know, they're afraid to, you know, to to get a little political with stuff. Was the question, bro? My bad. Oh, oh no, 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 no you're good, <laughs> he, bro. He you're was good. taking a chug real yeah. quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so I was saying, I, I was listening to your album, and uh, it, there, there's a couple of little uh, political points in there. Um, do you feel like that affects things sometimes, or or th- that doesn't really matter to you? Well, if you guys saw the video, um, I, I did. I did a, yeah. I did a collage of um, I did a collage of uh, what's happening with Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and uh, George Hello. Floyd, you know, and all the pro- all the protests and the pandemic going on. I did not intend for the album to sound political. But I definitely, I definitely touched on everything that needs to be addressed for 2020. You know, like, I mean, this country is is at a turning point right now. And there's a lot of changes, dog. There's a lot of things going down that on on so many layers that we got to, we, things better change. You know? Ah, shit. I, I totally agree with you, brother. I think a lot of things are fucked up since the beginning, man. Even this fucking... Uh, today is Monday. If you guys didn't know, Monday the 12th. It's fucking Columbus Day in 2020. Um, but shit, even stuff like that, bro. Like, motherfuckers out here trying to say, like, would you rather be a savage or rather be saved by Columbus? Like, motherfucker, we were good. <laughs> 
We were good. What, what the fuck you mean say by Columbus? Like that, life was that, going. do shit. Life was going before the like it got conquered and I shit. Mean, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, we were sacrificing motherfuckers. Yeah, we were enslaving motherfuckers. But I well, mean, so were they? <laughs> I mean, we were eventually gonna have a fucking democratic system. We'll be like, you know what? Yeah, slaving is not good. And if you guys really listen to the album. I mean, it's also political, but it's also spiritual. And what I mean is, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about these politics, man. It's all about the good and the evil right now. There's Wait. no time to be in the gray area. Wait, so ho- hold up, this. I, I, I need a small pause on that. Uh, what do you mean by spiritual? So, I mean, I was raised Catholic, but I also studied the Bible as a Christian. Okay. So, in my music... Of course, it's it's of course it's hip hop. Of course, it's sometimes it's battle raps. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's political raps. But it's also a lot of spirituality in my music. Um, of course, every now and then I try to be witty or funny. But there's a lot of just a lot of spirituality in my songs. And what I'm trying to say is, I don't give a fuck about none of these politics or Democrats or Republicans, man. Like, it's all about the good and the evil right now. That's it's about true, man. You, it's about it's about how you treat people right now. You know what I'm saying? It's either you're down for this or you're down for that, and there's no time to be in the gray area right now because we gotta heal. You know, there's there's a lot of racism in this country, and we gotta fix the root of that. And that and there's, is there's, com- there's just a root of uh, there's a root of racism that's been passed on from generation to generation. That's true. And like we gotta fix the root, like. There's a lot of deep hatred, bro, that that's getting taken out on not just black folks, but all of us minorities. So, I mean, I'm not exempt to the struggle, you know what I'm saying? Just because I'm Filipino, it doesn't mean that it can't happen to me, you know? That is that that, that is true, man. That is a fact. And, 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 and to all my Mexican brothers out there, it doesn't mean that it can't happen to you guys. Because any minute, any minute, it can turn to us, you know? And True. yeah, that that's a big so, old fact, dude. Just because so, the just because the uh, American trade slaves started with you know African, you know descendants, that doesn't mean that it doesn't happen nowadays. You know, it's just masked differently. And by the way, man, I want to thank you guys for giving me a platform to speak on this shit. You know dude, what I'm saying? Like, thank you for showing yeah, up, bro. Like, yeah. we, we got you out here on the Show phone. We got him on the screen, bro. <laughs> dude, I swear, man, I'm going to make a meme where I have, like, the phone on the microphone stand, and it's just, like, you know, like a little stick figure and shit. I just walk around like this. <laughs> it's, all, it's all about how you treat people right now, you know? It's just, it's, just, it's, it's either you're down for the good or you're down for the evil, and... Mm-hmm. If you're if you're racist, if you're a racist right now, I think you should just expose that. I think you should just say it out loud, you know, instead of like, you know, sometimes people people act like they're not racist, but they are. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that is true. That is are. fucking true. You know, you should just you should just be clear where you stand. So yep. You know. Big big time, bro. Uh, but right now, since we're on that, like, I guess, like a uh, negative versus positive and political tip. Uh, within this campaign, who would you describe as good and who would you describe as evil when it comes to candidates? <laughs> Did you guys see the fucking debate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no. Which one, man? I saw the first one. I saw the first one between Trump and Biden, bro. It was like once you put aside the the the, the fact that these are the people that are in a 
on the run to be our leaders. Like once you forget that part, it becomes entertaining as hell. You know, and and not in a good way. You know, like like it's it's it, it was entertaining watching it, but then afterwards I was just like, these are the motherfuckers that are you know running for president. These these are our leaders, and they're very like incompetent. You know, it's, yeah, it feels like comedy. It feels like it feels like I, you know, oh man, we can do this. I don't even. I can't even, bro. I can't even. I know. <laughs> I feel you, bro. Twenty. 20- I can't even, bro, because this will be a three-hour motherfucking podcast. <laughs> if, 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 if we get into that, so right now we can just keep it music. Yeah. Because once we turn, because once we turn to that, it'll be it'll be. Another thing, yeah, yeah, it turns into a whole different monster, bro. But it's a whole different episode, you know what I'm saying? And by the way, guys, I got a podcast called Andy Podcast. I would love to have you guys on, and you know, like, let me know, man, bro. Maybe I can, you know, just let me know. I, I, I'd love to have you guys on my podcast. Yeah, right? no, definitely. Gotta, That's cool. I gotta return to favor to the homies that show me love. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate y'all, man. No, and we appreciate you, you know, uh, rolling with the punches, and you know, we have you on a. Uh, on the phone, yeah, on a sorry. microphone stand. Yeah, sorry about that, bro. It's just, it's it works, so we can see your face, <laughs> dude. If it makes you feel any better, I've been holding this microphone since since we got you on the call, bro. You know, you could have just used the mic stand, right? No, we gotta make it work. Whatever works, man. We gotta make it work. But I'll, I'm down to meet up soon. It's just that you know, work is crazy right now. Yeah. And no, just with, the, with this whole COVID shit, I just feel like you know what? It's just good to be in the safe side right now. You know, better mm-hmm. safe than sorry. I always say. Oh you know? yes, but. I can always record you guys. I got I got this app called Anchor, so like I can just make a it's a, I can record the whole conversation to my phone. So, Wait, I'm know, I am sorry I to stop got, you there. Just got, you just gotta download the app called Anchor, and then I'll send you guys the link. As soon as you click on that, we connect and record the conversation. Dude, so I'm sorry, brother. Is, is this Anchor at Anchor dot com? Huh? Is this yeah. Anchor at dot fm dot com? Dot FM dot com. That's just yeah, anchor dot yeah, FM. I got the app though, so if you have the app, dude, um, it's it's funny because last time I tried recording, uh, like directly to Anchor, uh, it only it only gave me like a thirty minute like limit to record. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just weird with the sponsorships right now. You know, they're, they're definitely cracking down on us. Yeah, but hey, hey, I got a quick question. Okay, so this album is called Act Two. Is there going to be an Act 3? Man, what was Act 1? <laughs> you guys are funny, bro. I love it. It sounds like a play right now, dude. Like, how many acts is in your fucking play? How many screenplays are in this? <laughs> how many what? How many what? How many screenplays? How many acts is there in this? <laughs> how many acts are in your play? Do you have seven acts? Because that, that's, that's, that's just a fucking movie series right there. <laughs> is that a Shakespeare book? <laughs> So, um, uh, so, so, so I called it Act Two because I felt like, uh, I just I started seeing life in a different scope. You know, I'm 36. I'm 36 years old. You know, like my first album came out when I was 21, and I've been dropping albums and mixtapes since 2006 nonstop. If I didn't drop an album, I definitely dropped a mixtape, you know, so mm-hmm. this is my 10th project, so I titled it Act 2 because I feel like 
it's just the beginning of the next phase of project. So I'm really thinking about titling my next album Dido, and Dido's my last name. So I'm thinking about calling him Dido. So right now, the album barely came out two months ago. I'm not in the rush to get back in the studio. I feel like I got to live life a little bit for inspiration to come mm-hmm. back because I don't want to force. I don't want to force anything right now. I feel like I, if I have something to say and it's time to say something, I'll be back in the lab. You know what I mean? Um, right now, I'm just focused on like I wrote the screenplays for the next three music videos. I wrote the screenplay for Change Gonna Come. So I've definitely been incorporating screenplay writing and acting and hip hop all in one and. I can I can incorporate that in my music videos, and in the meantime, I'm also producing my podcast. I got about eight episodes in. Um, I definitely hip I definitely highlight hip hop artists, and I also highlight social workers and mental health workers who contribute to society. And I also highlight I also highlight those who are Filipino Americans who own businesses. But honestly, it's not just close to Filipino Americans. Like, I highlight anybody, bro, that's that's a, a minority like me, that's hustling out mm-hmm. there, that got a dream, starting a business. I, I interview them because I feel like I just want to share my people's stories, man. Like, I just want to share real shit. I just want to share real stories, bro. No, that's dope, G. I think that's what a podcast should be about, you know, like actually giving a platform to those people who don't really have a voice. So, hey, man, I'm glad you're doing it for your community and kudos to you because that's exactly what we try to advocate out here mm-hmm. in the King of Podcasts every know, single day. We got to have a voice, man. Like Hispanics, Filipinos, we got to have a voice out here, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, we also help build this country on our backs, whether they give us props or not. Mm-hmm. Yep, big facts. We do a lot of the dirty work out here and we do a lot of the back-breaking hard work out here ever since the farming days, you know what I'm saying? Filipinos are right by side of the Hispanics and we're farmers and we know how it is to like, we know how it is to grind and they got a lot of good services out of us for all the Filipinos oh, yeah. that joined the Navy and the, and the military and the, and, the, and the Army and all the Hispanic brothers that served the Navy, the Army, you know? Yeah. Like, we serve this country too, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like, dude. I mean, if you really read between the lines, I think in this new day and age, I mean... His Hispanics are definitely the fucking new slaves. I, I don't know how else to put it. That's, that's Wait, what you, I see. Uh, I, I, I feel like that? Hispanics and you know some of the underprivileged Asian minorities are the slaves of the new era. Plus, taking into consideration that you know most of Mexico was you know seized by the U.S. either by theft yeah. or by purchase, whatever. Uh, yeah. But I mean, the West Coast would not be a thing if it wasn't because the United States made that trade and, you know, somehow, you know, mm-hmm. ended up purchasing or holding the accountability of the West Coast. So just knowing that, you know, how, you know, the, the Hispanics got the border crossed on them, that that was the first step to this new slavery, dude. Uh, they they didn't know how to adapt to the new land waves, so they just got taken advantage of, and then all these new motherfuckers coming in through like other places out of the country also got taken advantage of, and uh, unfortunately, it's new slave trade, dude. Just like 
what, what, what is it like human trafficking you know all the, all the kids and all that shit you know just dude that's a selling whole... people for fucking sex that's, oh, a, yeah. that's all that's 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 actually abuse. something that's gonna go down after the election it's a lot of arrests that's actually gonna happen I bet you. I hope so. This whole human trafficking is just out there now. It's like it used to be behind the curtain, but now it's all out there in the fields. It's right there. Yeah, paperwork is already done on case files too. Biden might. I don't know, but that fool needs, needs to get like some jail time. I feel like that fool is close to like. No, that fool needs to get some jail time. I'm, I'm sure. He, I'm, and, I'm and, sure and he like hooked up Bush, with a couple fifteen-year-olds. And the Bush crime family has a lot of blood in their hands. Hey, can you guys imagine, guys? How dirty, like, it's like, like, sex trafficking and child trafficking, like, can you imagine how dirty these motherfuckers are, man? Like, like, these motherfuckers, like, it's, it's disgusting, bro, like, it this is pure evil, it has nothing to do with politics, like, no. like, like, this is evil, you know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck, Democrats or Republicans, you guys are doing that to children, mm-hmm. I can't believe this shit, man, it, it makes me sick to my stomach, you know what I'm saying? Like damn, I, I it's, it's, it, it makes me sick, bro. Emotion wise, I agree with you, but at the same time, I feel like I should be more disgusted with you know the dominating population because we see it, we are aware of it, but we do nothing about it. We don't come together and say fuck these one percenters and grab all their guns and just shoot these motherfuckers in the face. We just take it because they make the laws. So. There's a lot of mixed to, feelings into this situation, it brother. It all comes sense to like the place of being a power, you know? Because it's all like if you're in power, you can get away with it. Then they just really do it just for the fucks of it, you know? It's like that, like that incident in New York when there was a hard drive being found from USB or some shit, and some detectives reviewed some video footage where they actually got so disgusted. That they had to go to the next room and cry and throw up and everything. And they did not want to release any details of what was in that footage. All they oh, said damn. it was child abuse to like it's the like furthest extent. Like, it was, it was when, the rev- when the revolution comes, when the revolution comes, like which side are you, which side are you on, you know? I, I know that we know what side we're on. You know what I'm saying? And like... Our time is limited, man. Let's just stay prepared. We got to stay prepared. That's all I'm saying because at the end of the day, you guys may think you have a stable job, but not really because when they decided to shut this shit down, they did, fool. Mm-hmm. They shut this shit down. They took your job like no other. So so we may feel like it's stable, but not really. Yeah. Not really, dude. Not, nothing's stable. That's, oh, what, no. that's what 2020 taught me. Like, nothing's stable, bro. Like, this shit can change just like that again. Yeah, from one day to the other. And yeah. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I completely understand. I, I I totally agree with you, dude. Uh, just, like, 2020 one, has shown so many people, like, how unpredictable things are. But I, I think... Wanted, oh, my bad, sorry. Go no, on. no, you're good. Uh, continue, man. When they wanted to take it away, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and, and, when, and when they wanted to give it back, they gave it back. Not because yep. it's safe, but because it's a capitalistic country. You know, I don't get it, bro. How the fuck do you close down churches but you let Walmart open? You know, that's what that's the, also that's the what, question what? I had. 
Yeah, what the, what the fuck, fuck happened to the toilet paper like, stuff, okay, man? You're scared that we're going to spread it through church. You're scared that we're going to spread it through church, but you don't mind opening Walmart to have 3,000 motherfuckers coming in and out. I never understood that. So if you're, if you're, all these people saying they're woke, if you're, if you're woke, you should see the fact that spirituality and God is not, it's not this country's priority. Alright, am, am I getting too? I'm, I'm getting too deep. I'm sorry. No, go for it, no, bro. Go. No, you're not getting deep. Just because uh, there is that separation of church and state, um, which there should be. Which I don't know why they're talking about. Like, yeah, God say we should follow this law. I was like, no. There's, but there's, but it makes completely like sense in the capital, uh, capitalistic sense. You know, like it's fucked up that we didn't get to fully express ourselves, like as a community. But we were looking after it, you know, on the monetizing side, and which which brings me up to my next point. I'm sorry, but uh, you're totally right, dude. When it comes down to the revolution, what side are you on? Do you want to? There's no, there's no time to be in the gray area right now, bro. It's either you're this or you're for that. Mm -hmm. And like, hey, to to the homies, yo yo, kick it podcast, check it out, right? Mm -hmm. The way I see tax. Tax is a fee for us living in this country. Yeah. Okay. That's all that is. And there's a fee for working here. Yep. Yep. Can you, can you believe that shit? They charge us to work here. Yeah. Because I'm making okay. my employer like this much money. I'm only getting this much percentage back. So we know that that money's going somewhere and we know. That it's going somewhere and it's controlled by someone. You know what I'm saying? Like, Military weaponry. Like, That's where it's going. And and you know what, brother? Like all this backbreaking labor we do every day, homie. Check this out, dog. Everybody listening right now. Everybody needs to put their health first now. It's not worth making all this money, but they're telling you that there's a pandemic and you're gonna send these kids back to school. But our own motherfucking president got it. Facts, Big dude. fact, dude. I, I how think are gonna, how are you gonna send the kids back to school, but the own president got it what when he when he was downplaying it the whole fucking time. I think. Can you believe, yo, can you believe this shit, man? I can. He got it. This motherfucker's crazy. I can believe it because I can't. I can't with this cat. I see. I'm getting mad, bro. I, need to smoke <laughs> I, I can believe it because man. his whole presidency has been a reality TV show, and I think. Uh, kids going back to school is not a good thing. I think that most of the children nowadays should be homeschooled just because you learn better things at home than you do at school because at school they crush your dreams and they crush your creativity. So I feel that we should just go back to the homeschool system and reinforce these kids' thoughts and make them secure themselves so like that when they get to an adulthood, they don't, you know, question their existence. Yeah, it... it Sorry, bro. I have a quick question for you. Now, now, now that we like into like the whole, um, now that Victor brought up the, you know, the the children going to school and stuff. Um, from your point of view, you know, dealing with like you know autistic kids and uh, you know, uh, teaching from a different point of view. What's your take on the educational system at the moment? Uh, the special education system or just the education system? Period. Uh, both. Okay, so as far as special ed, to anybody tuning in right now. As far as the special ed system, I feel like we are understaffed. We need to hire more people. Um, in order for us to hire more people, we need to pay us a little higher. Okay? You need to pay us a little higher. And then people will work for this field. 
would you That's be fine. considered a That's government fine. employee at your job? Say what? Say what? Would you be considered a government employee at your job? Um, I'm not a government employee, but I am an employee for the district, for the school, for the school district. You know, okay. but all I'm saying is, there's a lot of great teachers out there, but we can we can use some more great teachers out here. We need more great teachers. Mm-hmm. Yo, we got enough rappers. We got enough rappers. No more rappers. That's true. Because with me and Louis, that's like seven of us. <laughs> Dog, there's like th- uh, like three out of four people in this conversation are rappers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, and no, no, no disrespect, yo, man. No disrespect. No, no harm intended to all my MCs out there. But I'm saying, man, we need more teachers. We need more healers. We need, we need more. We need more. We need more, bro. We just need more from humans right now. Uh, you, you mean we educated, you know, well-thoughted people? Because, I mean, now with the internet, everybody wants to be famous, bro. Who the fuck doesn't want to be famous because of the internet? Just look at this motherfucker that was skating down, drinking the fucking pomegranate, bro. Like, that motherfucker just did it like that in three weeks, son. Like, he got a truck. He got a fucking $15,000 deal. Like, <laughs> chilling. So, I mean, would you really... Put it against them because they want to be famous in the internet. I'm not mad at anybody making money, man. I'm not mad at that. If you if you if you make that money, I'm happy for anyone who's getting that. But just don't sell your soul. You know what I'm saying? Damn, that's all I'm saying. Like, just like don't, don't like. I I believe that there's a way to be an artist true to your heart and still be in this music business, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because it is a business. It is a business. You know? So if you're going to be in the music business, you're going to be treated like a product. Okay. Yep. But just don't get just don't get extorted or just just don't sell your soul. Just, just be true to your art. That's what I'm trying to do, man. Like I don't give a fuck if this shit reaches mainstream or it stays underground. As long as like real cats like y'all feel it. You feel me? Yeah, no, that's, dude, I, I agree with that 100%, you know, because when you're doing something especially like music or whatever it is that you're trying to, like, get out of life, like, it's got to be what you love to do, you know, what you actually want to do, because no matter if you, if, even if something else is making you money, it's not going to bring you happiness, you know, compared you know to, like, you know, following yeah. what you really want to do. And that's a fact, dude. Just because it gives you money, it doesn't mean that you're happy with it. I mean, you, that's what you do just to survive in this capitalistic mm-hmm. world. Or, or it doesn't mean you're successful because you got money. What I'm yep. saying is, what if, what if you got that shit the illegal way and you're harming people? I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know. Sometimes it just doesn't always mean like a lot of money means you got it in an honest way mm-hmm. or you got it without harming people. Sometimes not all money's good money, too. Yep. Yeah, and that's true, dude. I mean, I, I see it nowadays. I mean, not just in the drug game, which is like more heavily publicized. I don't know why crooked politicians are not heavily publicized, like fucking narcos. I don't know why. Why? Why? Uh, CNN. Money fucking bastards. Please publicize. <laughs> Please publicize all these fucking crooked ass politicians because they should be up in that fucking chart bro they, they should be on the fbi list just for being fucking basically pussies to their ch- fucking name bro like 
How are you gonna tell me you're gonna fucking start a war on drugs, but yet be the fucking supplier? <laughs> what yeah. kind of shit is that? Yeah, look at all, look at Ollie North. <laughs> <laughs> Remember he hosted that shit too. <laughs> fucking Ollie North. <laughs> Oliver North, man, that guy's crazy, bro. Yeah, with the Nicaragua umbrellas, you know, and mm-hmm. all those fucking bricks of coke and all the guns got transported in that mix of the '80s to the '90s, you know. Yeah, that's why we got the stories of Freeway Rick and whatnot of them. But hey, 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 uh, let's go, let's go back to the music, bro, because we got a little side. Yeah, again. yeah, that shit got <laughs> fucking deep real quick. That's the rabbit hole of the fucking Kiki podcast, man. Yeah. It just whoo spiraled down that motherfucker like nothing. You got, hey, you guys are good hosts, man. Much love, man. You see uh, what I'm saying? Thank you, man. Real, we try. Real recognize, real man. You guys are good vibes, man. Keep doing that shit. Oh, uh, thank you, and, and thank you for your opinions, man, because. That's what people want to hear. Yeah, for reals, man. We got to get you in the studio. You know, yeah, or... and I, if if you guys get me in there, I'll do a live. I'll do a live performance. Like Ooh, word. I'll, I'll do. I'll do like a twenty minute set. If you guys get me, and I'm down, bro. Let's let's do it soon. And uh, just my bad, I couldn't work it out this time. No, hey, no, good. dude, that was right. you know that's on us too. We couldn't really get the video thing going. Yeah, uh, you know, we're we're amateurs when it comes to like the video aspect of this. Yeah, but I mean, we we did get COVID tested, and we're fucking negative in this side. Even as many people as you've seen in the show, we're still negative. You know, cool, cool. Lord willing. So uh, we're gonna keep Me on. Too. I got I got tested negative too. You know what I'm saying? So. I've been I've been keeping up with it, you know, like you know what I'm saying. So I just you know we'll make it happen though. If, oh yeah, if big we time. Do this live. I'll maybe I'll come out there do the, do a live show and I can interview you guys on the spot for my Woo, podcast. There we go. I yeah, do it, I do it through my phone. You know what I'm saying. I just I got the app. I I can do it through my phone. So maybe we can knock out two birds with one stone. You know what I mean, dude? Hey, I'm with it, bro. Hey, so where can we find you at one more time for all these fans that are listening in to the Spotify, iTunes, and the fucking Facebook live real quick? Yo, to all my hip-hop heads out there, man, um, to, to, find my, uh, to find my catalog of mixtapes and albums from 2005 to 2020, you can check out mcmarlond.bandcamp.com. I got a new video out on YouTube called Change is Gonna Come. Just type Change is Gonna Come by Marlon D., um, my newest album, App 2, is now out in all digital stores, all digital platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, um, uh, Apple Music, and my whole catalog from my whole albums, all my catalog is also on um, all digital platforms. Uh, tune into my podcast, MD Podcast. Make sure you tune into the Kick It Podcast. You know what I'm saying? The funniest motherfuckers in town. These guys are hilarious. <laughs> Thanks, man. We greatly appreciate it, bro. And honestly, we, you know, we. I can't wait to hear from you again, bro. I know this has been a good episode. Yeah, actually. I did not know where this was gonna go when we we're gonna do like the whole video chat thing. We couldn't do the whole video chat thing. We couldn't do Zoom. <laughs> we couldn't do Skype. <laughs> Administration can't get me this. I can't get that. <laughs> it kind of reminds me. I knew it was gonna be a good interview when you guys were like, "Hey, when she's 18, I know she has a debut, but what about the boy? <laughs> <laughs> what about the boy girl? Hey, dog. Hey, hey. Oh, Bruce has a uh, ongoing joke that uh, he's been trying to get a Philippine. You know, assistant. So if you could like give us any references, we're more than willing to take lessons. Hell yeah! You see? (laughs) You see? He prefers him with the debut though, and I I think a penis. What'd you say? Damn! No, I'm not not sexist or prejudiced, but what do you think I'm gonna do with them? (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to even get that deep. But Filipinos are hard workers. That's what I want. 
<laughs> you six <laughs> twisted <laughs> bitches. <laughs> hey man. Yeah. No, but hey Marlene D, thank you so much. We appreciate everything you do for you know artistic kids. You know your hip hop music. Like for I said, real. your album is dope. I'm about to go check out that short video. Hey, tell me where they can find that short video one more time, brother. Yo, change is gonna come by Marlon D. Just search it up on YouTube. And you can also follow me on Instagram at MD Lens. That's M-D-L-E-N-S. You can follow me on Facebook, Marlon D. Uh, that's the music page. And on Twitter, at, at MC Marlon D. It's all the same name, goddammit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hey, man, thank you so much for popping up, bro. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, next time, you know, it's not just going to be a phone yeah. on a microphone stand. Yeah, next time we're definitely going to have you in the studio, bro. But either way, thank you for tuning in virtually and being out here with us and just chilling in the show. <laughs> I just got to say, this is the first time we're doing this, you know. So this is actually going to be one, one to remember for the yeah, books. Yeah, it's one for the books, bro. It, it kind of reminds me like some cyborg type shit, you know, like futuristic type shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it kind of reminds me. at someone's house. Where are you guys at? Uh, we're at a studio, uh, We are at a studio here in Oceanside. Yeah, we're not. But it, it kind of. My bad, my bad. My no, you, you're bad. good. It, it reminds me of like the hologram Tupac from like you know a couple years back at Coachella. You said it reminded me. It reminds me of the hologram uh, Tupac that was at a uh, at Coachella, Coachella a couple years ago. Which that? one? Which one? What reminds you of that? What? Which one? Well, just that you're here virtually, dude. Like, we have you on the fucking phone right now. I, I, I haven't seen your face. Like, I, hey, what's up, G? Hey, there you go. So, so which, which one's Louie? Which one's, which one's Louie? I'm the one holding the phone, bro. What up, dude? And that's, the homie, that, See, that's the homie Bruce with the Filipino assistant. What up, dog? Yeah, yeah. So, so everybody tuning in on yeah, yeah. iTunes, Chilling, Spotify, Anchor, and, you know, the Facebook Live. Uh, hey, you guys yo, probably didn't get to see, you know, homeboys' face. Keep fucking with the kicking podcast. These guys are dope. Word up. No, oh, thank you, bro. We appreciate, appreciate it, man. It. But hey, uh, all right, one last question, bro. Out of all yeah. the, out of uh, I'll, actually two questions <laughs> from the uh, from your most recent uh, fucking work, which is Act Two. What's your favorite track? And then from the from the trip from all the mixtapes and albums you've done from 2005 to now, which one has been your favorite project? So. As far as my favorite track on Act 2, I mean, it's hard to choose, but I did, you know, I, I dropped the first single, Change is Gonna Come, because I feel like it's it's one of the most, I just feel like the vibe got some, it's political, but it's also a feel-good song, but it's a message behind this feel-good song. So I felt like that's what I wanted to cater to the crowd first, because mm-hmm. that was my favorite, too. And... I'm dropping a, a third single called Walk Away From Love. And truthfully, guys, that's track 17. And um, I think anybody that went through a breakup this year or in their life, I think you, <laughs> I think you guys will like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, as far as my favorite mixtape, um, so I dropped I dropped three during this whole pandemic. I dropped The Leftovers, I dropped Sick Hours, and I dropped uh, The Barbecues Cancelled. Out of the last three... Wait, why did you cancel the barbecue, fool? Fuck. Because <laughs> I... I um, Backyard I Becky. I did that shit on um, July 4th. On, uh, it was, yeah, July 4th. Wait, you canceled the barbecue on the 4th of July? Damn, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> say what, say what? Uh, he's calling you a monster for canceling the barbecue on the 4th of July, bro. I know, man. Because, you know, I wanted to make a point, like, 
around July 4th, there was a lot of protests and riots going on. Yeah, so true. it just felt like, fuck this shit. We should cancel this shit. I don't know. I don't know. So that's the con behind yeah, no, it. Yeah, it, it makes sense. It makes sense, bro. But my Bro, favorite if you Sega, if you couldn't I, go I, to I really a like super sick hours, I oh, really shit. like sick hours, you know. <laughs> if you couldn't go to a super and get the carne asada way or get the ribs or nothing, just say that fool. Like don't you, you don't just gotta cancel because of some political shit, dog. Like you just say not, not even the marinated chicken. Just let me know, hey, wait, no me alcanza, wey. Si si quieres, mejor pizza, me no. Sin hueso, no con. Hey, 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 let me ask you guys something. Yo, 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 what up? On the real shit, right? Like, yo, man, do your moms know how to make menudo on the ho on the home tip? Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck. yeah, mom yeah. does it. Yeah. <laughs> Like my mom rarely makes it, but she knows how to make it, bro. Yeah, it's just like she just brings yeah. it out. Of, she just brings it out of nowhere. She's like, "Bam, here's some yeah. noodles in the middle of June." But it, it, it's hard to make <laughs> shit soup, dude. Like you gotta get like good, like and nice, clean intestine before you can make shit soup. Mm -hmm. It is good though. You call it shit soup? You got you guys are lucky, man. Well, you know you're eating shit. Like no matter what, you're um, eating shit. Damn, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, because menudo is done with like the intestines of the cow. And uh, uh, Victor's over here saying it's basically like a shit soup because you're eating, you know, the intestines and stuff. But yeah, so it's been cleaned out, bro. No matter how clean that shit is, bro, you eating shit, bro. Like that—that's part of the fucking seasoning. I'm sorry. That's part of where the shit went through the cow. But why you gotta talk about the shit coming with the meat? <laughs> no, bro. Oh, like, like it is—it is like you know, like with manure. You know how like. Uh, Oh, look at these guys. They're high-fiving each other. Uh, Suck me up, though. <laughs> no. But, uh, dude, so, so like, with with menudo, you know, you know how, like, when people give you, like, ingredients and stuff? I was like, yeah, yeah. you got to add this and this and shit. You know, like, like yeah. dude, they, they mean that shit, like, literally. They're like, and shit. Like, you got it. <laughs> what was that? Oh, he looked like he was falling. Sorry. The, 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 you know, the homie looked like he was falling over here. But, uh, Dude, I'm fucking bombing with this joke, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was trying to make a joke, bro, but I couldn't think of any of anything, bro. It's just no. I but I, either way, menudo is dang, dude. And my mom knows how to make a noodle. And by the way, it's white, so it's kind of hard to tell that it has shit in it. Intestines? <laughs> yeah, the intestines are white. Like it kind of <laughs> looks like uh, like little honeycombs. Yeah. You guys are so crazy. <laughs> no, no, because you know how they make menudo verde, menudo rojo, menudo blanco. Hey, My mom hey, makes hey, a white one. Dude. Ask hey, hey, let me ask y'all something. You guys know how to make horchata? I well, don't. I don't know how to make horchata. Which kind? Because there, there's different ways to go about it, bro. Like there's some people that there's that, the rice milk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Horchata. Yeah. So, so like the traditional horchata. I don't know how to make Hell it. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you know how to make it? It's just rice uh, with milk and uh, cinnamon sticks. Now you just blend it or what? No, you don't blend it. You just let it sit for like a couple hours and then you just pour it out. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I did not know that, dude. And then for some extra flavor, obviously, you add the fucking 20 pounds of sugar and then you're good. <laughs> Hopefully, if we do ever host an event, Mario, if you do come through, we're actually going to have some of those plates out available. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. All right, yeah, so so it's sad, bro. Next time when, when you come through to the studio, we're going to get some of those some more chat up for you. Oh, man, thank you, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll bring some I'll bring some drinks. I'll bring some what, what kind of liquor y'all drink. Y'all take, y'all do Henny. What, oh. what, 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 what do you guys drink? Well, it depends what's in the budget, man, because I, I like some you, fucking you, Pachon bring... Roca, which is, uh, you know, a, a nice little bottle. You're going to bring Henny. I'm about to, about to hit up the DM about one chick. 
They already got back in relationship with their, their, their last man, and I'm like, yo, I need to slide in real quick. I did do that favor with you on that break. <laughs> well, if y'all get some menudo, I'll, br- I'll bring some beer, whatever. All right, bro. All right, Marley D, it was a pleasure talking to you, bro. And yeah, honestly, we can't wait till we like actually do you some justice and bring you in the studio and shit. Yo, One... Thanks for supporting the album, fellas. Thanks for supporting the album, for real. One more time, Marlon D, where can they find you at? One more time. Yo. Well, you can't absolutely. find him in Louis' phone because he's dark as fuck right now. He's in, like, in the black light right now. Oh, there you <laughs> go. There he is. Hey. So um, for my catalog from 2005 to 2020, for all my albums and mixtapes, it's mcmarlond.bandcamp.com. I got a brand new music video out on YouTube called Change Is Gonna Come by Marlon D. And my brand new album, Act 2, is now available on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Tidal, and, um, uh, and yeah, and my catalog's on there too. Uh, don't forget about my podcast, Amdi Podcast, now available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, yeah, man, just follow me on Instagram at Amdi Lens, Facebook at uh, Marlon D. Or my government name, Marlon Dido, fuck it, whatever works, I'm here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like, hey, dog, the government's been watching you since we started this podcast, bro. <laughs> yeah. They're they, they watching us, bro. they watching us. Yeah, we, we have this big, long-time beef with Warner Brothers, and they're, like, associated with the FBI, so no matter what, you're being watched by the government right now. This is why you <laughs> No, we're not fucking kidding, bro. This is serious. Yeah, dude, no, we, we've, had, we've had some problems with Warner Brothers, bro. <laughs> you guys did? No, like, this is true shit, man. This is no fucking joke. I know that we fuck around out here, but legit, Warner Brothers doesn't like us, dude. And we like Batman. Yep. I like Batman. Me too. I like his homegirl. Hey. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah yeah. Oh, but I didn't no. mean like that. <laughs> but hey, Varley D, thank you so much, bro. Thank and so honestly, yeah, we we're gonna have to link up soon. You know, yeah, this, this was fucking amazing, bro. Like, you know, if, if if we're enjoying this shit over, you know, like just holding the phone to the microphone, bro. <laughs> like, I could only imagine a person, man. Oh, fast. oh man, it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. Probably throwing back shots after shots and shit. Like, oh damn, bro. Shots of water. Hey, 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 hey. If you guys get if you guys get me some menudo, I'll get you guys fucked up. Oh. Alright, that that's an even <laughs> trade, bro. That sounds like an even trade. Louis, tell your mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get my mama on that shit, bro. Hey, we can eat some menudo while we're doing the interview. <laughs> okay. Dude, Wait, uh, what's a good uh, Filipino dish? Cause I, I I don't like that like half half egg. Where it's like half a bird and shit. <laughs> what, what is he talking about? Oh, God. I don't know if it's lump, lump, lumpia. No, it's not lumpia. No, that's the uh, that's like the uh, like the egg roll. hilarious, dude. These fools are crazy. What, what what dish are you talking about, dog? Yeah, he said it was like uh, what you said it was like. I don't know. Is that half egg, dude? Where it's like a half chick? You know, you just eat that so it's shit? like like hat like so it's like like half hatched and like half raw. Basically, yeah. You're getting cut off. I Galoop. can't you, Galoop. 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 Uh, <laughs> that what you said? It's called Baloo. 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 There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't bring that. <laughs> bro, bro, wait. What? <laughs> yeah. Please don't bring that, dude. What's a good dish in the Philippines? Uh, uh, you like if you guys like some pork, you can um order this dish called adobo. Um, if you like some spring rolls type type of vibe, it's called lumpia. It's like a crunchy spring roll, 
not the ones that you got at Panda Express. I'm right. talking yeah. about some real shit. You know, yeah. crunchy. Oh. I think I know yeah. what you're I've never seen Lupia. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's that. like rolled tacos. If y'all. <laughs> <laughs> These people are crazy. Alright. If you guys um if you guys like maybe on the cold winter, like something hot and something like like a menudo is called it's called tinola. Um it's like it's like chicken broth soup with, with vegetables and shit. It's it's you know what I mean? Um I can go on and on. If Wait, say that one more time, dude. It's called pancit. Like the like the chopped up you know noodles you know what I mean with the, with the vegetables like chow mein but it's really called pancit in, Tago- in the Filipino culture. Ooh, I'm gonna look out for that. Yeah, dude. But, but I'm saying you guys have tasted balut and you don't like it, huh? You taste. I've balut, never tried like that it. shit, but I've seen a video and a couple of them, and nah, bro. I think I'd rather have oysters <laughs> you know instead I'm of that. I'm gonna tell you guys this: if you guys, because I live in Poway, I live in Poway, so, but. I've also lived in Mira Mesa out here in San Diego. So if you guys need some good Filipino food, y'all got to come down to Mira Mesa and just, and Mira Mesa Boulevard. There's all kinds, bro, on your left side, right side. There's all kinds of Filipino stores. Just keep driving. You'll find one. You know Where am I driving through, fool? Like, Mira Mesa, <laughs> but what street? Mira Mesa, Mira Mesa Boulevard. Boulevard. The uh, Boulevard, huh? bro. He just, said, he just said it. It's Mira Mesa Boulevard. You held back for that one, didn't you? <laughs> say what, say what, say what, say what, say what? Man, Victor was going to say something. He held back for <laughs> he, has, he has that like look of like, never mind. <laughs> hey, but it's oh, like you mean, can find good, oh, good you're, restaurants. You're, you're on getting the cut. I can't hear you. You guys are kind of getting cut. I can't hear you guys too well. No, no like, way. Yeah, no, no worries, man. But uh, yo, we're so gonna the address. Uh, I don't, I don't know the particular names of these Filipinos because there's a lot. But there's just hit up Lucky Seafood Market and like just the whole plaza. There's all kinds of Filipino restaurants, bomb shit too. Mira Mesa, man. Um, yeah. And hey, do they make like siete mares out there? And are they are they down with like the seafood stuff or not? Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of seafood. Ooh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, bro. Hey, hey, well, you gotta DM me some of those numbers, man. But hey, thanks again for fucking tuning in. Hello, appreciate you. Yeah, I'm gonna go take a piss real quick. Hey, all right, man. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon, brother. No compas nada, Later. Hell yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was our interview with the homie Marley D. Uh, it, it's pretty funny that it was through through the phone, and I was just over here holding it. Not for real. <laughs> this, this is, dude. My wrist hurts, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, I I told you not to go hard on the table, bro, like that. I've been practicing with my left, so I switched back to my right, and it was just. Oh, I bet it was good practice. Yeah, but hey, <laughs> shout out to the homie Marlon D. We appreciated you, man. Uh, we got to get you into the studio, and then for everybody else. Go listen to the go listen to the two episodes we have out on Anchor, the one with Jennifer Messina and the one we did with Los Emascarados show. And both of those shows were fucking amazing. The same one with this one, man. We're always having a Bro, good time. It's, it's been the last great few episodes. Like, I, I was even there in the background for the Spanish episode, too. That shit was just great. It was just comedy. Yeah, no, 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 that, shit, that shit was crazy, bro. But, yeah, uh, Thursday we have Hell March coming in. Oof. So that's gonna be dope, man. If you if you've been to uh, you've probably seen them around here in Oceanside, and if you've been all the way all down my to like punk Peru. rockers off there, puro punkeros anyway. 
And you're, if you already know the homie Goggles, you already know the homie Marco, you already know the homie Sergio. If you know what it is, we'll be about. Tune it in. Come kick it with us. If you know the location, because we're going to get some of the few homies out here too and just kick it and just yep. rock out. Just drink some shit. We're not even rock out. We're just going to talk and shoot the shit. Yep. But we are going to get some footage from them. Yeah. yeah. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys soon. We'll see you guys Wednesday. We got the Spanglish show on Wednesday. Tune That's going to be dope. Tune in for our new featured episodes on Spanglish. We're trying to reach out to all our fellow Hispanic members in the community right there trying to listen in and tune in on this bullshit, and they want to hear it in Spanish too, so we're going to give it to them. You, you, know, you don't want to fuck Spanglish. Espanglish. Okay, calm down, Selena. <laughs> Espanglish. That's what it's going to be. That's the name of that episode. But with that said, this is it, man. We're, we're out, man. We're almost at two hours. We're pretty fucking tired. Oh, my God. Bruce, thank, thank you for drinking up with us. Thank you for toking up with us. Thank you for sitting down with us. I'm sorry, Bruce, but I was so fucking right, man. The Chargers lost by a field goal against the fucking Saints, twenty-three to thirty. <laughs> no, sorry, twenty-seven to thirty. Why don't you? Ha- why don't we have you in the fantasy draft? And, and uh, why? Money? Why does that surprise you? No, I'm not surprised. I oh, okay. That. He right, predicted right. it. That's why he just had all to right, call. My bad, my bad, he my called bad. us earlier too. He did. We had right, it on right, tape. That on tape. Well, thank you for drinking up with us. Thank you for toking up with us. Thank you for talking some bullshit with us. Thank you for talking politics. And thank you all for the next movement. Until then, catch us on Wednesdays for that. What again, Louis? It's Spanglis. Oh, my God. <laughs> and catch us on Thursdays as well. Hell March. Boom. Yeah. Thanks for kicking it.